Welcome everyone to SEC Update Live, coming to you tonight from SUL headquarters in the northwest side of Indianapolis, beautiful Pike Township. I'm your host, Tosh Trogan. On the other side, no glass needed this evening, is Trogue. What up? Not too much, man. I um, You I, up. What up, dog? You up. Thank you. <laughs> I got all that going on, but... Um, no, I think I I used this week to finally completely recover from the road trip. So, uh, mm. special Thursday night edition tonight because we've got um, major home improvement going on this weekend. So, I appreciate everybody uh, accommodating the household. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucked watching no live games last weekend. Oh, all on TV. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. A little brutal. Thank God for Marion Women's Soccer. Yeah, I got absolutely. My, I got my live, live sports fix. Yeah, so. and I mean, we got to mention, they are in the uh, championship game for the conference tournament on Saturday. Crossroads League, 2 p.m., St. Vincent Stadium versus Spring Arbor from Michigan. Oh, they so, had a tough game against them last time, so yeah. it's going to be a good one. Yep, yep, should be good. Tough to win on the road in that conference, though. Always. <laughs> it is. So, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Be that as it may. <laughs> All right, Trogue, let's, uh, let's talk about last weekend, shall we? It was a crazy, crazy weekend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so let's, uh, we're, we're going to jump out of chronological order. Let's just go right to the marquee matchup. Okay. All right. Uh, yep. <clears throat> Alabama go, goes into Death Valley and instant classic. No question. Didn't turn out the way we wanted, but right. uh, LSU takes the win on... I mean, just a. And in, I, I don't know if you want. To, it was gutsy. Was it a smart call? It's always smart when it turns out. Was it a stupid call? I don't know. But uh, Brian Kelly goes for two in the first overtime, gets it, and and takes the W. So, um, but man, that game went back and forth. I think there were four lead changes in just the fourth quarter. Five. Five. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. High tension here, and uh, man, that was crazy. Yep. It, w- it was. And to your point about Brian Kelly going for two, he's obviously a listener of this show because in that season opener, when he had the opportunity to go for two against Florida State, and he tried to kick it for the tie, and they lost that game, I gave him a hard time about not going for two. <laughs> so I think he was trying to. Uh, get me off his back and he didn't hesitate he absolutely absolutely went for two and um, I think that's what you do when you got the defense on their heels they moved down that field so fast on that last drive that it just it just made sense to go for the win and good good for Brian Kelly for getting it done well yeah and they uh their overtime possession was one play yeah so (laughs) right why not it's like old school. You just come into the huddle and go, same play, break. We just did it. Ready, go. <laughs> and, um, it, you know, that. what the talk has been all week has been, you know, what a job Brian Kelly is doing and the system and blah, blah, blah. I think the undertone on that is as much as people like to say, oh, yeah, we're big Ed Ogeron fans, 
look where the LSU is with the same people. So good job for Brian Kelly and for the LSU fans for sticking with him. Oh, man. Yeah, so effectively takes Alabama out of the CFP, right? They've got a chance. There's a road there, but that road is steep. We'll talk about that uh, a little later in the show. Okay. So, all right. uh, Another marquee matchup, Trogue. Liberty goes into <laughs> Fayetteville. Oh man! And takes on your team. Yep. And uh, Hugh Freeze, they jump out to a twenty-one to nothing first half lead, and then just clawed and hung on. Yep. Speaking so. of going for two, Arkansas had the opportunity to tie it up late and missed that opportunity. So Hugh Freeze yep. on a great audition for a Power Five job in that game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you could see him. I could see him at Auburn, for sure. Absolutely. I and could. I could almost see possibly A and M making a run at him. <laughs> this this whole from. I mean, we talked about it for a month, but from that period all the way through the beginning of next football season, it's going to be so interesting to see what A&M does. <laughs> they, they've, I mean, you, yeah. we kind of think yeah. as lay people that their hands are tied. But <laughs> it's Texas, man. Everything's bigger in Texas. So. Yeah, I, I don't think they're tied at all, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we're going to see. We, <laughs> but... Yeah. I think the backlash, if they let Jimbo go, would just be insane. Oh. But I don't think they care. That's uh, that's the thing. I, I wonder if people have gone to him and said, hey, we'll give you X amount of dollars right now. <laughs> Can you just resign or something? But... And it's just slightly less than the Powerball. <laughs> just slightly less, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting follow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, I want to circle back to the Alabama game real quick. Just, sure. Um, you mentioned two point conversions. So Bama went for two twice. <sighs> yes, they did. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how many times do we talk about don't chase the points? Don't chase the points. Two points in that game would be nice. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have had an overtime. Right. Yep. But a whole new conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So mm. there you have it. There you have it. And, and of course, the penalties again. We didn't talk about that, but yeah. gosh darn it. Uh, I do have to ask you. I, think I, I asked you this um, at some point last weekend. A text from Lynn. Would you say over 100 or under 100? Definitely under 100. Definitely under 100. Over 75? Under 75. <laughs> I've called a bullshit flag. <laughs> there ain't no way. It was... Uh, it was and, and if he sends you four texts that are just bang, 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 that's four. It yeah. doesn't count as one. Okay. Okay. I, I might have to get the phone out and count, but <laughs> there were plenty of opportunities for uh, texting to occur. Uh, so, I'm, I'm even after the game, I'm including after the game. 
Things settled down after the game. There oh, were a couple okay. afterwards, but okay, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. Excellent, excellent. Keep up the good work, Lou. Well, Alabama fans, I mean, come on. I get it. You lost two games this year, and you and you think the that the ground is, you know, opening up under your feet. But I mean, Coach Saban last year said that last year was a rebuilding year, and they got to the national title game. So. You know, hope for bigger things next year. I don't think this year's out of the question, but um, look, yeah, the, look, the lack of a, a, a just badass receiver was never no question, never more glaring this season than yep. against LSU. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Yep. Okay, all right. We may backtrack again, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll attempt to move on. From That's what game. happens when you have a instant classic. So <laughs> you can't possibly touch on all the great things that happened in that game. Yeah, yeah. So let's jump down to, uh, speaking of greatness, uh, Georgia and Tennessee. Georgia gets it done 27-13, to 1 versus 3. The Gary Danielson game, so big-time hype and... Trogue, watching this, I don't know if you saw much of it. I know you were preoccupied at Notre Dame. But uh, Georgia, I, I thought this game easily could have been a lot worse than it was. Well, I recorded the game, and I avoided looking at the score because I wanted to bolt home and watch the game. And that 27-13 to 13 score is deceiving because it, it was never that close. There was never a question in that game. At least what I saw, there was no question who was going to win that game. Yeah, I don't think Kirby necessarily called off the dogs, but, you know, the the sense of urgency and uh, I hate to say fire um, wasn't there, you know, much into the second half. But, uh, yeah, they, they cer- certainly seemed to relax a little bit, and I, I think that they could have – scored 44. Yeah, I, I think their interest was in shortening the game up, controlling the clock, and and uh, letting that game get over with as, as fast as they could. And Tennessee was just super frustrated all day. How many false starts did they have? That Georgia crowd was into that game. Oh, yeah. And um, yep. that offense that Tennessee runs, you've got to be able to communicate with your receivers, and it was just – it, it wasn't happening. Yeah, 289 yards total for Tennessee, coming averaging over 500. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a first half for those guys. Yeah, so they, they got locked down, and uh, yeah, it just was, you're right, you're right, it was never that close. Yeah, so if I was a Georgia fan at the game, <laughs> I probably would have been frustrated. But hey, man, uh, your result is sitting on top. That's so, right, yeah, absolutely. Know, how bad is that? Right. Not too bad. So, all right, Trogue, uh, let's jump in real quick. Let's touch on touch base on Florida at A&M. Florida doing exactly what I said they would do last week. A&M, the dumpster fire continues, and, you know, Frank's got to be happy with that result. It's a road win. That's right. It's tough to win on the road in any conference. <laughs> And even, you know, going into College Station. I mean, even when they're really bad, that's still a tough win. No question. No question. So, Georgia moves to 5-4. and four. Uh, A&M drops to 3-6. and six. 
Florida moves to five and four. What? Who did I say? Georgia. <laughs> right. Them. <laughs> but check this out. Uh, there, there is hope on the horizon for the Aggies. They go to Auburn this weekend, which we'll, we'll, we'll touch a little bit base of. Um, but uh, then they have UMass <laughs> at home. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Well, that should be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Won't get them bowl eligible, but one and eight <laughs> Minutemen. I wonder what ticket prices are for that. I'm gonna have to look that up before that. <laughs> get a ticket and five bucks, and free parking, and a slurpee <laughs> at 7 Eleven. Thank you, <laughs> not at the Motel Six, right? Okay, right on. <laughs> Right on. Woo, but then finish with LSU, so they, yeah, anyway. Why am I, why am I worried about A&M's schedule? There's no need. I, 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 I'm you not get, sure. You I know, got you're, sidetracked. You're trying to give them some hope instead of despair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That. Okay, how about Auburn and Mississippi State? Well, Mississippi State, holy smokes, Tried to do their best Auburn impression. <laughs> Golly. Oh, so 24 to 6 at half. <laughs> Bulldogs. And then it ends up going into overtime. <laughs> right? 33 33. Uh, what happened? Auburn, Auburn misses a field goal. Yep. yep. Mississippi State. And then uh, Mississippi State uh, scores right away. But. Did you see how it went into overtime? Did you see the... It looked like an onside kick that wasn't supposed to be an onside kick. Dang. So, uh, Mississippi State scores. uh, Goes for two, I think, is what they did. But anyway, they're down three, okay? With uh, under a minute. So... They kick off, and it it's just a line drive. It looked like it was a failed squib. <laughs> and it literally it bounces off an Auburn, Auburn guy. And Mississippi State kicker just recovers. Wait a minute. I mean, so he just blasts this ball. And so there's no way in hell that could have been intentional. I mean, so it, and it's going, you know, three feet off the ground. Hits off his back. And the kicker gets it. And the kicker gets it. Oh, my gosh. And a couple of plays and the game-tying field goal. Oh, my gosh. But, That's uh, crazy. Um, Williams, Cadillac Williams. Yep. Dude, I mean, I, I get this is your dream gig. And I don't watch enough of them to know if he's a rah-rah guy 100% of the time. But did you see him on the sidelines? Yes, I did okay. see that on the sidelines. I appreciate the enthusiasm. I really do. And maybe if you know you have no chance of getting that job, <laughs> you're just going to do your thing on the sidelines. But, dude, I mean, at some point you have to kind of check. I don't want to say professionalism, but, you know, I mean, act like a head coach, I guess. Well, but he hasn't been a head coach. So for that, I'll excuse him. But I, to your point, it's, it's not high school. That's for sure. 
But right. I mean, the folks at Auburn, they love him. They should. He was a great running back there. Yeah, for but sure. I, I just maybe that was more of a relief for the week that he had had, and um, you know he he led them to that comeback a little short, but it seemed like the raw raw stuff was going to be premature. <laughs> so <laughs> that's probably not good optics right right now. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean Oh, we love us some good optics. We do. We do. <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm with you. I get it. I suppose if I was in that position I might do that. Who knows? You know, I'm so laid back, but probably not. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, Trogue. Let's jump into winners and losers from week nine, I believe. Who knows anymore? Yeah, week nine, I believe. Okay. All right. I'm going to start off with... Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm going to start off with a winner. I'm really going to Holy smokes. So, my first winner, Trogue, are the Georgia Bulldogs looking like every bit of defending their national championship. Yeah, absolutely. They may have lost their star power, but that doesn't seem to have affected the defense. No. Don't believe so. 10.8 uh, a game. How about it? So, that probably went up. Uh, a third of a point <laughs> with Tennessee, so they might be averaging dropping thirteen on them. Eleven point one for the season, which includes a game against the number one ranked team. Right. So not too bad, not bad at all. Uh, okay, my first loser trog. Uh, it's got to be Alabama's CFP hopes. Gonzo, I say. Tosh says gone. I say there's a path. So we'll talk about that later. Absolutely. Don't 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 give up your path yet. I won't. I won't. So I'm going to um, go with my first loser for the week, and it, it's a refrain. Tosh, stop me if you've heard this before. Texas A&M. <laughs> what is this on repeat? But at least A&M's going to get as your winner. Loser, oh. loser. But at the end of the season, at this rate, they may get their certificate most weeks mentioned in the winner and losers segment. That might uh, that might just be an electronic copy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's to, not, and that'll be a to whom it may concern. Yeah, that's a that's certainly a PDF form. Right. Yeah. Uh, my two winners this week, of course, the LSU Tigers. Um, welcome to the top ten. And a great, great game, a win in an instant classic. And then my other winner, I'm going out of conference. Say hello to the Horn Frogs of TCU in the CFP. <laughs> so, and we'll talk more about them later as well. And then my last oh, loser my this gosh. week. How many have you had? <laughs> I got two and two. I'm oh. just saying we're sandwiching. Okay. This is how we usually do this. If you would listen to the show. Oh, that's right. Right. That's right. Loser. My last loser this week is Arkansas, the Razorbacks. Come on, man. I had the over seven. It's looking very bleak right now. Oh. So I'm not uh, I'm not in the position 
that I expected to be in. So hold all tickets. Though. Hold all tickets. I'm I'm looking for the push. <laughs> <laughs> Three things can happen with that ticket, and two of them are good. So. We'll see go. what happens. All right. All right. Who you got for your last winner and loser? Uh, my last winner, I'm also going out of conference. I'm going with uh, the Liberty Eagles. Of course. Yeah. Go into Fayetteville, knock off a former top 10 SEC team. <laughs> it seems so long ago. I think that was four <laughs> years ago. Jeez. I do. I really do. Ugh. And I'll go with my, uh, that was my winner. Uh, my loser, I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> Rocky top not on top of the CFP anymore. Couldn't handle the bright spotlight. Nope. I mean, as a reward for being number one in the CFP, you get to go to <laughs> Georgia. So it's your chance to either plant the flag or get rolled and... Um, you got rolled. You got rolled. Yep. 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 I also want to throw another loser out there, uh, Clemson Tigers, <laughs> with your paper CFP <laughs> top four. My God. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it off the air last week that you know we thought Notre Dame would have something for C- for uh, Clemson, and man, it wasn't even close. And to see that game, to, to see the the fashion in which Clemson lost that game, they were absolutely dominated in every aspect of that game. So, yeah, I, I'm surprised that they only dropped as far as they did. I thought that I, I think there are teams below them that are better. So, we'll see. I'm not the CFP. <laughs> I love uh, Matt Mitchell says they lost to a team that doesn't have a Waffle House. It's awesome. <laughs> Catholics are not about the waffles. <laughs> it's the wafers, right? It's all wafers, right? Wafers? But they don't have a wafer house either. I, uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> okay. I think, isn't that where we went for breakfast that one time? Could anyway. have been. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and take our first break, Trogue. And when we come back, we will preview week 11. Right on. This is SUL. Side in Indianapolis, Hike Township. Special, Lovely. yep, special Thursday night edition. There you go, there you go. All right, Trog, let's jump into what are you drinking, man? Tosh, what you got? What you drinking? So tonight, since we're at SUL headquarters, we raid the refrigerator here at SUL headquarters, and this is a beer we've had before. This right. is uh, Fat Bottom Brewing out of. Uh, Nashville. Nashville, yep. yep. In the, the nation's region. Is mm-hmm. that what, that's what Absolutely, it was called? yep. Yeah, awesome. One of the coolest breweries I've been to all year. No question. Like to spend a whole lot more time there. Yeah, that, that place dynamite. Uh, so I've got the Pitch Invasion Lager. This is the beer they make for the Nashville Soccer Club. 
Uh, very good. I'm not usually a lager guy, but man, this thing is money. And it's very light. I'm, I mean, I, I'm used to looking across the table at your glass and you can't see through it. But uh, that one's good. That is one of my favorites. But my favorite from those guys is what I'm drinking tonight, the Fat Bottom Ruby American Red Ale. Absolutely love it. Of course, we got the cans here. We made it happen when we were down there in July and brought some back. And so we are emptying the fridge as we speak. That was July. That explains why this is a little bitey. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Didn't realize you had to drink that quickly. Well, I mean, within five months. That would probably be <laughs> sound advice. Okay. But that's what we're drinking tonight, sports fans. That's it. All right, Trogue, week 11. So, special thing about this week is this is the second of only two weeks in the entire season that it's all conference matchups. All right. I like it. And not many of them are worth a shit. <laughs> Whereas the first time we did this, a lot of them were. But now, yeah. yeah. So, starting off, uh, Missouri at Tennessee, noon. It's on CBS. Sleeper. Yeah. I mean. You might get a bike ride in. That, I'm not, I don't even have anything to say about that. Right. So, uh, also at noon on ESPN, Trogue, uh, this is a chance for your hogs to get it right. LSU comes into Fayetteville. I'm not holding my breath on this one. I would love to see the Hogs pull this one off, but not the way they've been playing lately. And LSU is on an upward trend for sure. So also at noon, Vanderbilt anchors down in Lexington, number 24 Wildcats. And you know what? I was telling uh, Superfan Pat Garrison that when you suck, you get the noon slot. Uh, absolutely. How, how do you know if you're any good? One of the teams suck. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, there we go. Uh, the the Gary Danielson game trope. 3.30. Alabama goes into Oxford. I know this, this is probably the marquee matchup of the day. Easily. Yeah, I would say that. Well, well I, I might disagree with you, but... This is, this is definitely one of two good matchups on this day for different reasons. We're going to see good football in this game. So I'm, I look for Alabama to go into Ole Miss, and um, Ole Miss was so quick in and out of the top ten that I'm sure the, the fall will continue on Saturday. <laughs> and I would not, I would not want to wanted to have been in Alabama's practice this week. I've said that before, but this week had to be a tough one. So who do you think makes the call to, to go for two or one? 100% saving? No question. Okay. No question. All right, so the special teams coach probably still has his job. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just don't chase the points. Looking for a huge Alabama rebound. I mean, there are still things out there for this team. Uh, Mississippi, I got nothing for you. Right. I, I just don't. Right. Nope. And uh, you haven't all year. Nope. Absolutely not. All right. South Carolina goes into Gainesville. Swag versus swag. <laughs> it's the Swaggy Bowl. Who's going to come out more swaggy? I I think the Gators are looking for a home W. They haven't had one in a while, so I'm I'm going to go with Florida on this one. 
South Carolina. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm taking Florida in this game. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I'll go with the Gators on this one. All right, Trogue. Is this your... Nope. <laughs> okay. Georgia goes into Starkville. Night game, ESPN, 7 o'clock. Uh, the Gators favored by 16? It's not the Gators. God damn <laughs> what, the, what have you got against Georgia this week, man? It's, Come it's on. It's a pleasant distraction. <laughs> I get it. I man. Get it. The Bulldogs go into the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Why didn't I just say Bulldogs? <laughs> Bulldog violence. And I could have I covered it. Yeah. K-9 on K-9 violence. 16? 16 and a half is the line right now. Cover. Boom. Schleg dead bolt lock, Tosh? Dead bolt lock of the week. The Bulldogs cover. Interesting, because Tosh and I think we were 2-0 last week, so that makes us 10-5 and on the year. Tosh gives you 16 and a half to cover with the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, Georgia Bulldogs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those guys. Yep. And, and the last game of the night is going to be my Schlaglock. Texas A&M rolls into the Plains and looks to get a victory. For all the bad-mouthing I've done to A&M this year, I'm giving them the love on this one, and I'm taking them on the money line to win at Auburn. Boom. Cue Dylan Troglin. <laughs> anyway, oh. that that is where I'm going on that one. So that's my Schlage deadbolt lock of the week. Texas A&M winning at Auburn. Winning at Auburn, okay. And that that's the lineup this week. Like you said, Tosh, lots of games, little interest. But uh, interestingly enough, um, the interesting games are spread out, so we'll get to. Uh, Obviously, we all want Ohio State to lose. Oh, wrong. Yeah. One. See. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> and if we're trying to get fans uh, in the planes, that's not going to work. That's how it happens. That's yeah. That is how it happens. Fan development. I think we're gonna. There's going to be an SEC shorts video on how SUL update does fan development. <laughs> we've, got, we've got some stories <laughs> on fan development. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, uh, Trogue, a quick standings check. Absolutely. We won't r- roll through all of them, but uh, in the East, Georgia sits on top, 6-0, and Tennessee at 4-1. and Believe it or not, South Carolina in third with a tiebreaker over the Cats, at both at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Florida and Missouri tied at 2-4. and four. Okay. Sorry, Vanderbilt. Yep. Uh, in the West side, Trogue, LSU sits on top, 5-1, and one, and Ole Miss – Four and one, enjoy it. Yep, Alabama four and two. Hopefully, they move back into second place after this weekend. Mississippi State sits at three and three, and the Arkansas Hogs are at two and three. More importantly, they're at five and four. But they are, <laughs> yeah. They've got a couple teams they're looking down on. Yeah. How about that? Yep. So and there you go. And that is our game of the week. 
That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Troke. Uh, let's go it's that to time of year. Bitter, bigger and bitter things. <laughs> bigger and better things. Wow. CFP standings, right? We love them. This is the second one. Yep. So sitting on top, no surprise, Georgia, 9-0. and Ohio State, number two, also at 9-0. and Top top four teams all at 9-0. and Michigan, and then TCU. And then things get interesting. Yeah. So Tennessee dropped from one all the way to five. Tennessee drops from one to five after getting beat by the number three team. I say that because it's important for what we'll discuss here in a minute. Yeah, Oregon comes in at 8-1, and one, the, the top of the Pac-10. LSU sitting at 7-2. and two. Overrated. <laughs> LSU? Yes. Okay. Uh, Southern Cal, 8-1. and one. Alabama stays in the top 10, 7-2. Clemson. Overrated. <laughs> big time. In the top 10 at 8-1. and one. And they'll probably stay in the top ten because who in the hell else is in that conference? Right. Uh, Mississippi State, or sorry, Mississippi at eleven, uh, UCLA at twelve at eight and one. We're not going to go through all these, but uh, you get down to hold Notre Dame. I overrated. Jesus, <laughs> I missed that. Okay. At twenty, uh, and then Kentucky uh, staying in there at twenty at twenty four at six and three. All right. Right. So, all right, let's go back to the top, and let's talk about Tennessee going from one to five after losing to number three. Yes. So I'm not on board with that big of a fall, but I think what you have to look at, and this is, like you said, this is only the second CFP ranking. So what you have to look at is, hey, who are your undefeated teams? And then who is the best team with one loss so I'm not so mad at Tennessee being number five I love TCU being number four I love that what I what I don't like about it and you and I talked about this before we went on the air was that I say that the committee has put the stake in the ground hey TCU they're at number four if they went out they're in you say different I do say different because we've seen this throughout the years where they're going to pop a team in there uh, like Cincinnati and, or whomever else. And then when you get to the, the last week in the season, you got a team that's sitting at number four. You know, maybe they're in the other six or whatever that's Non-power called. Non-power five yeah. or whatever, yeah. And they win, and then all of a sudden they're not in the show. So I see the, I see the same kind of thing happening here but yeah i'm with you you got to have the optics out of the gate so there you have it and i don't hate i'm not a tcu no i get i know i nope i totally i'd rather have uh tcu at three tennessee at four and michigan at eight well at least six okay all right (laughs) yeah i i would um you know TCU's got a tough one this week. They're at home against Texas. So if they can win that game, then they've got to go. uh, They're at Texas, they're at Baylor, and then they're home against Iowa State. So 
they're not playing a bad schedule from here on out. I just think if they win out, then they're good. And something else you and I were talking about is that Ohio State-Michigan game is still coming up. So one of those teams is going to lose. And should, if, if the top four happens to stay where it is the rest of the season, shouldn't the loser of that game fall more than four? At least four. At least four. Yeah, at you least set four. the standard. Yep. Because the number one team lost to the number three team, and they dropped four. Understandable. But if the number two team loses to the number three team, they need to drop five, six. <laughs> Who knows? It de- of course, it all depends on what happens in that weekend. I get that. But how yeah. do you like Tennessee's position? In the overall scheme, Tennessee. This is the this is the Alabama playbook, right? Right. Yeah. So they're in a they're in great shape, I think. You you you've had your loss. Yep. And you are just peeking through. You're standing on the front porch. You've got a pretty favorable schedule ahead of you. Uh, yeah, to your point, you're on the front porch. You're just waiting to be invited in. Yep. And yep. how you're how you get invited in is somebody that's already in that house right now gets kicked out, and that's your Michigan Ohio State loser. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not going to have SEC championship game. Yeah. To navigate. Right. So that's it. Yeah. And the, I, you know, if if that were to hold up, would they do Georgia versus Tennessee? Uh, like I said, I don't think it, I, don't, I don't think it matters. I don't think they're they're slotting to avoid rematch that stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine it, if it would play out where TCU would play Tennessee? What would the over be on that game? <laughs> One hundred eighty. <laughs> Lord, what whatever the over would be in that game, you have to take it. Jeez. <laughs> On the blind. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right on the blind. Exactly. So, so, yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, Oregon kind of snuck back in there after the shellacking that they got to start the year. Bo Nix has just been on fire since that game. So I don't know if, you know, you try to introduce Oregon into that picture. Um, I, I think they've got USC in front of them. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule right now. Oh, no. They, oh, my goodness. They do not play USC. Ha! What are the odds? How very packed. How how very packed something (laughs) of them. Oh, my gosh. But uh, they did beat UCLA. Well, they're going to be in different divisions. So they... And they have a championship game. Good for you, because I don't so, know that. Okay. Yeah. That's why you're the host. I'm the sound guy. I, <laughs> I don't know about that stuff. But So it, it'll be interesting to see if Oregon can work their way in. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be a fan of that, because I have Pac-12 bias. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Uh but be that's that something you should go see the doctor about. <laughs> yeah, it just it just it, I don't think he can help me because it's only at certain times in the year. <laughs> right. 
it's not it's not necessarily a recency bias it's just <laughs> west coast bias speaking of doctors i had the the physical on monday we don't need to talk about that do we no we don't but okay. I, I have mine on friday so you know it's that health plan that you get here at headquarters that keeps us in top shape and um Take your own lube, just as a precaution. Yeah, I. Um, you never <laughs> Especially want. Especially going into a weekend. Right, you never want the physician's <laughs> assistant that has done prison time. <laughs> not. Uh, it's not a contest no. to see how many fingers. Right, exactly. But you know, there, there are very few downsides to being a man. <laughs> That's one of them. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, I think feel like we're done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jeez. We'll just pull the plug on this one. And on that note, no ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> cue the music. You know, we haven't we haven't said Aiden Britton's name for a while. He's the one that does our original music here. Composer. So. Uh, yeah. Music. Genius. So we appreciate. <laughs> Musical that. director. That's yep. what he is. Um, we thank the folks at uh, Deviate last week for letting us come in there. Bart, we're coming to see you. We promise. We promise. Tosh, great show. Thanks for accommodating a Thursday night. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This is SUL.